Hey guys, welcome to The Roundtable. This is episode 68. I'm Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life. And this is Mike Hill, our pastor, lead pastor. Oh my gosh. I really wanted to say senior. You had to throw in something before it. Yeah. And this is our special guest, Morgan here. And apparently I spelled her name wrong. So if you received (laughs) the text, I apologize. No, this is what everybody loves about you. That I can't pronounce names, right? No, that like you think tornadoes happen in Florida. They do though. don't spell names they do, right. They forget pictures. Yeah, or when send you send things off on time. Yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Or when she would say like a one state that's you know you thought was Nebraska. in the United States. <laughs> Nebraska was actually, wasn't it in, or was it Nevada? <laughs> yeah, it was just something weird. Like that's what everybody loves about you okay. because you really don't mind. No, I, I don't <laughs> at all. If my stupidity makes somebody else it's laugh. It's not stupidity. It's just uniqueness. Yeah. Buying uniqueness yeah, makes like you laugh. Everybody loves fine. the uniqueness. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't really care. No. Yeah. Not so it makes all. you, that's the part that makes you beautiful. The oh, uniqueness. Right? Like We're you all unique. Just, that's what I'm saying. You can just kind of keep the uniqueness well, about yourself. I'll keep it going. I'll misspell something else next. <laughs> <laughs> just to keep it in true character. Yeah. So Morgan, it's great to have you on. Thank Again, you. Thank you. We were talking a little bit about, you know, before the podcast, a little bit of the things that have changed. So we like to just uh, spend a lot of our time getting to know you okay. because for our guests, that seems to be way more interesting than Jenny yeah. and I bantering back yeah, and forth. Yeah, I guess so. Right? Yeah, They've gotten sick of our our Lives. jokes and our yeah. like saying the same thing. I don't know how they could. Huh? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had I the best jokes could. ever. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't remember any of them, but <laughs> yeah. it's still, it's still it's good. Still so Uniqueness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uniqueness. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, so Morgan, we want to take some opportunity to tell us a little bit about you, like what's going on in your life now and what's happening with you or things that you love to do. And then kind of take a trip down memory lane and kind of go back and talk through how you grew up or some of the important things of your life and then kind of journey with you through there. So talk a little bit about what's going on in your life now. Um, nothing really. I mean, we just started senior year at HU. So um, That's nothing that. really. I know. I mean, you're doing like, a lot. I mean, you're doing I've a lot. I've been in school for three years and I'm finally at okay, the end. Right. It is. And somebody asked me the other day, they're like, does it feel different being a senior if I'm like a junior? I'm like, okay, kind of. Like, I know that's kind of weird, but like it does because in the back of your mind, like it's over after this. Yeah. Yes. Like you're done and you're officially like a big kid. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, kind of scary, but it's fine. It'll be fun. Um, so that, and then. What are you going to school for? Exercise science. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, there's a lot of things I can do with it. I want to do everything. Things. It's so, so bad. I'm like, what are the things that you can do? Okay, now this is too high. What are the things that you can do with exercise science? Um, so you can go to grad school and be like chiropractor, physical therapist, oh. things like that. But I don't think I really want to do that, at least right now. Um, so probably just like personal training, strength and conditioning, Ooh. nutrition. Um, I love CrossFit. My favorite thing ever. Yeah, you so, do. like, I want to open up a gym and then, like, coach competitive athletes, but also just help people get, like, on track and just, like, create a good community. Because, like, I've been to a lot of CrossFit gyms where, like, a lot, it's just a big click. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're not in the click, then it's very hard to go there, yeah. have fun, enjoy, you know, whatever. So, like, I love coming to Champs because, like, even though I don't do what they do in class, I'm still, like, important in a way. And, mm-hmm. like, everyone still cares and you still get invited to go do things or, you know, whatever. So, like, that's kind of the community that I'd rather create than just, like, oh, well, you're not in our clique, then you're not cool. Which is so, funny about the CrossFit culture. Yeah, I because know. Because it very much is, like— yeah. You're in or you're out. Yeah. And that's the thing is like they tell, they say everything is like culture based. Mm -hmm. Like the gym up in Fort Wayne isn't terrible that I go to. Mm -hmm. So like that one's pretty good. But yeah, everything is like cost its culture, cost its culture. And I'm like, well, the three I've been to, they're like (laughs) not very nice there. So I don't know what to do. Right. So they're saying they're like culture based and that they are like community based Mm -hmm. and everything else. I always said the reason we started after we, you know, Champs first started as a gym for high schoolers. Mm, so really? I, yeah. So I started it with two other football coaches. Oh. And the idea was, is that we were going to train athletes mm-hmm. that couldn't afford to go to the gyms in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Like the gyms in Fort Wayne were $300 a month, Whoa. like AWP and some of these other things. So I'm like, let's recreate it for a Huntington culture. Let's yeah. give kids an opportunity. And so it started off with, we used to train football teams, volleyball teams, and then we'd have combines. So we'd bring college coaches uh-huh. down. Oh, that's so kids cool. would work out. That's why we have the turf. So they would oh. come and they would work out on the turf. College coaches would come. They'd watch them work out and then we'd help them get scholarships. Oh, that's wow. How, so that's how I never knew started, that. Yeah. You know, and that's why, 
you see the turf and the equipment mm-hmm. that we had that kind of faded away because then Huntington North decided we don't want you training our kids. We only want to do them at the high school, you oh. know, and so we want to kind of keep it under wraps at the high school. So because Huntington is this whole, there's not multiple schools. So right. when one school makes a decision, yeah, you're out. You yeah. lose, essentially lose all the kids. Right. So we still did small groups of kids, but then we thought, what do you do next? And it was like CrossFit because it's like a cult. Yeah. Like yeah. Once you yeah. get people yeah. in it, yeah, it I mean, is. CrossFit is like a cult. Like yeah. people are, you know, yeah. in and in. And I mean, they are. But again, that breaking into that culture, right? And, you know, doing all those things the way, you know, they wanted it to be done. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult yeah. to do. And yeah. people were very cultish. Yeah. That's crazy. Know, it's like that. the cult of like, you buy the same protein powder, you buy yeah. the same shoes, you buy noble clothes, you buy, like, if you don't do noble. those things, yeah. <laughs> like if you don't do those things, like you're not like the rich crossfitter, you're not the real crossfitter, you're not whatever. Right. I'm like, I'm a broke college student. <laughs> no, I, don't need that. I don't need that either. Like just get me actual, like good quality workout clothes. Right. And I'm, and I'm good. Yeah. Like, yeah. because that's I'm the other fine. thing about CrossFit. It's like way expensive. Yeah. Like at the it's time, that's why we were saying, Hey, we'll do it for this because the normal CrossFit gym is, I don't remember what it was. And we still couldn't break into that whole like yeah. CrossFit culture. But yeah. again, it must've been a God thing. Cause I think what we're doing today is way better. Oh, than absolutely. Than that. And absolutely. so what it's evolved into. And, yeah. Yeah. So you have, again, and we'll get into this later. So you have ideas of how you want to yeah. do that and how you want to tie those things together. And you were saying earlier you got engaged. Yeah. Yeah. When? So June I 4th, I got engaged. Um, he said that it was going to be, so in December he was like, you know, we should get a photographer, you know, get birthday pictures, whatever. Like that'd be fun. Aww. I'm like, okay, like that'd be fun. Whatever. I was like, I know somebody, let me text her and we'll get it all set up. So but whatever. I kind of knew it was coming. Didn't know like the day. Mm-hmm. So as it started to get closer, I'm like, why would he want pictures? <laughs> yeah. Like, he never wants pictures. Yeah. I want. Like, so why would, if we got engaged, you'd have to get them again. Why would he do that? That'd right. be so silly. Right. So I was like, huh, is that like, is this when it's going to happen? He's like, no, when I get on Avon fire department, like I want to make sure I have job security, sign the paperwork, whatever. And so, Which makes sense. yeah. And I was like, okay, like, I guess that makes sense. Well, he did it anyways. And then that next day, everything with Avon became official. So it was like so cool because it was like, Aww. like kind of like what he said, but yeah. yeah, he just surprised it in the pictures. And when did you guys get together? Wasn't it like, it was so short. It was last year, right. like right before I came back. So it was literally August 12th, which is the day we're getting married. So August 12th Aww. last year. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. And you like, I remember like when you got in this relationship, like you felt like you knew he was the one yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Cause you knew my, well, like you right. knew of my ex. Right. And it was like, I'd come in here crying all the time, yeah. like in pain, have something to say. Like mm-hmm. it was just terrible. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to leave. Like I don't quit during relationships. Like I try to work everything out. Like that's just not who I am. Yeah. But it just was not working. Yeah. So you was were it a long-term relationship? Not, not like really. the one beforehand? Before no, this? It was okay. literally like eight months and we were done. But it I was, was just the like, college one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. She was just in a really best spot. I remember that when we we went on that trip yeah, and just seeing your side of it and hearing everything. I mean, every day you would come in. Yeah. It's, I remember talking to Alicia, just like crying one morning, like, bro, she demolished me in a workout, which is like, <laughs> not, like, yeah. not like me because I like could not, like, I just had a bad night before. Like yeah. he did something that I did not like. And mm. so I came in the next day and I just was like crying throughout a workout. I'm like, who am I? What is this? Like, this Aww. is just not me. Yeah. But I was like, I just don't give up. Like, that's just not who I am. It made you a different person. It did. And I didn't even really, like, know you before that, but I could tell that that wasn't you. Yeah. No. It's crazy (laughs) because this relationship began at a Christian college. Yeah. So And that's where he was from, right? So he... Like we met through a friend. So my friend and I went to HU and then he went to Manchester. Mm. So they went to like, um, what school was it? Concordia in Fort Wayne together. Mm. So it was like kind of through that way. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a Christian friend setting you up. Yeah, kind of. And so, and he like pretended to be like Christian, you know, love the Bible and things like that. And then like towards the end, he's like, I don't, that's not me. I don't want that. And I'm like, you really fake this for that long? Like, oh how gosh. Like how do you do that? Oh, you can. Like, how do you fake yourself? <laughs> you can. I know some people who have done that Jenny's in my life. Like, yeah, don't, you can. I don't understand. Yeah. I cannot fake. Like, I just can't be yeah, fake. Right. Yeah, I couldn't either. Right. But. And then how did you meet your fiance? We met at work. So it's kind so of So you funny. guys were just working together and just hung so out? So we, he asked one of my friends out, because he's like, bro, I have not been on a date in three years. Might as well try again. You know, like whatever. <laughs> bro. And so, 
so that didn't work out with them. And so I was like, hey, like I kind of had the feeling he liked me. I was like, why not try? You know, yeah. whatever. Right. So I texted. I was like, hey, what's his Snapchat? Like, I, you know, he had, he did have something to tell me. I'll tell you, you know, later. Yeah. And so then sadly, I kind of realized that friend was not good for me. So like once we got together, I kind of stopped talking to that friend, which would probably was not the best decision of mine, but like in the long run, it was a lot better for yeah. me. But yeah, so we kind of met that way. So like I got a Snapchat and the next day we hung out and like just talked like and another Snapchat. Things. Oh yeah. Snapchat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I yeah. didn't even know Snapchat still exists. Like, oh yeah. yeah. We talk, I mean, we talked at work a lot. It was just like more friend play, you know, things yeah. like that. But yeah, it was just like, oh, hey, let me get his number that way because I don't have his phone number and I didn't know if she did. So okay. I was like, that'll be easier. And so he texted me that next morning and we hung out that next night. So and did you, you have feelings for him when you were working? Um, I always thought we were friends for a long time, like for the few months. And then like literally that mm, two or three days, I was like, no, this is something more. And I'm really? not a patient person. So I was like, <laughs> I have to get his number right now. Like this, I can't wait yeah. until he makes a move. And apparently he liked me for like four weeks and was too scared to say <gasps> really? anything. Yeah. So I'm like, you're a chicken. Like, why are you a baby? I literally had to make Best the first guys move. for you. Like, you're what? the worst. <laughs> Guys will make the first move. I mean, I think they will, but I think they take a minute too. Yeah. Okay. Because they, they want to make sure that you're not going to deny them. Yeah. That's what he didn't want to get into another sucky thing. Oh, because he was in a bad relationship before mm -hmm. that. The one that he just got out of. Yeah. It had been like three years. So he had been like single for like three years, but the one like. Wow. Yeah. So, so he hadn't dated a lot in between you. Mm -mm. Really? Yeah. He was like, wow. Was he just that broken from the no, original one? Like, I think he was for a hot minute, but he like. That relationship was bad anyway, so he was kind of happy it was over. But I just think that he was like, no, I don't want anything. Don't need just, to be around any crazy women. Yeah. yeah. That, no, for it, he's like, there's no need for that. Girls are crazy. <laughs> See? Except you. Huh? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bit. <laughs> I can't. So you're getting married this year? Yeah. So Wait, next, August? Aug next August. Oh, I'm like, I was really like August is over, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> I was like a really confuser for a yeah. second. I'm like, is it August 7th? Yeah. Because that's yeah. what, no, today's August 6th or yeah. September 6th. Yeah, and it's yeah. over. August wow. is over. So, so a year that, from now. Yeah, yeah, a year from now. Done with school, get done with school, yep. get married. Hopefully yeah. I have a job. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Hopefully you have a gym. Hard, right? What? That won't be hard. Getting no. a job. I feel like not as a personal trainer or something, like everyone needs help. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you can do it online, you can do it in person, you can do it wherever. Right. So you can open online. own, like do your own Insta. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like finding your own, like finding a gym that yeah. you know, helps Hunting. you get it yeah. done. And yeah, yeah, I always think that's the key. Yeah. You know, because if, if you have it, obviously the personality and yeah. the, the, I mean, yeah, people are looking for that kind of stuff mm -hmm. all the time. I wouldn't want to work with somebody who's like drill sergeant, which I mean, it can't be, but like, I like, like that a drill sergeant. Fun. That's what my parents say. They're like, really? You are like. This. I'm like, yeah, when you guys don't listen to me or like when I know something and you guys aren't taking my advice, yeah, I'm going to be like that mm -hmm. because <laughs> that's parents though. <laughs> or even my They're brother. different. Oh, oh, so do you think worst. you'll be that way when you personal train somebody? I don't think so. Like a, I, um, who's that one lady that's really intense? She know. was on the um, Biggest Loser. Oh, Jillian. Yes, Jillian yeah. Michaels. I think like I might ask them like, yo, which one do you prefer? Like, because I know like for me, I handle both. So like, I know my training partner is like super, you know, like let's get this done, whatever. And I work well in that environment. But also if there's like too much of that, then I'm like, this is not fun. like yelling. Like, yeah. Like I cannot do this, but with gymnastics, I was raised in like that yelling, like yep. soldier, you know, mm -hmm. kind of environment. So yep. Be in the crutches for like five minutes or mm -hmm. not crutches, but um, splits for like five minutes. Yeah. And then they yeah. like sit on you. Oh yes. Do what? So in gymnastics, like they would have like these, like, um, kind of like blocks, not necessarily blocks, but you would do your crutches and you'd have both of your legs you on them. Oh my gosh. Why do I keep saying crutches doing your splits? So you'd have mm -hmm. both legs on these and they would come around and push your waist down. So, so you, you were like, yeah. So your legs so are in a V yeah. and they're pushing you down for like a middle split. Yeah. yeah it's insane. Wow. That's awful. awful. Yeah. It is awful. Don't ask me to do it because I can't. I know. I, don't, I like. <laughs> I like revolted from yeah, that. Yeah, I sat down the other day with my like legs. I don't even know what I was doing, but I was like, I could never. Like, I'm I so not flexible anymore. I know. Okay, so I'm going to try to prove a theory. Okay. Because you're really into working out. Right, right, right. So what do you like to do for fun? Um, work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that? was that? my theory. Keep 
people that are like into actually like, I like hiking I was about there, to say but that's where you know okay, I love well, it's it. working yes. out. that's my point like Dude, people yeah. are way like deep into fitness yeah. you're like what do you do for fun <laughs> well go on a mile run yep. 10 mile hike you know yeah. work out on a little bit more um, yeah. go shopping just hang go my friends like, well it is fun <laughs> it is fun like going now. on a hike is so fun because you have a pass and she goes to all the state parks yeah so I got uh, like for Christmas yeah. my grandparents love hiking too and so they're like oh we know you and John love hiking whatever so they gave us like an Indiana State pass and so every but time I just get it in for free what did you just get you won something or not won something but you did something that you got an award or not I award did. remember you got a sticker <laughs> oh okay so yeah no I'm yeah I'm such a nerd listen to this so I'm such a nerd so some Indiana State like the state parks have like challenges that you can do so cool and so like Pokagon like they oh here's my little sticker you have it on your oh there it is yeah. that's right yeah so wow. like you just tell the people that you want to do the challenge and they'll be like okay well go take pictures at this point and then come back show us we'll give you like prize like water bottle shirts um stickers whatever i'm like well i'm doing all of these right and I have a water bottle that has all my stickers on them so yeah it's like a fun way to kind of wow be outside yeah so it is awesome yeah, people yeah. that are into working out are into working out. yeah they'll want to yeah. do that mm -hmm. yeah. state park challenges yeah. yeah so take us back a little bit tell us how you grew up where you're from, kind of yeah. talk us about your whole, you know, go to church, grow up in a church, kind of how that all worked okay. and how that kind of played into your life. Yeah. Um, so I grew up near Indy. And so we, I grew up as a, like my family was Catholic. So my mom actually wasn't what my dad was. And so, but Seems we like still, a theme yeah, yes. We've heard a lot, a lot of people on here that were Catholic. Yeah, yeah. So we always, you know, like everyone still went and we would go, you know, most Sundays, unless my brother had baseball, we'd go to Sunday school. But like, I felt at home that we didn't really like practice it. Like it was just like the Sunday. Okay. You know, it's over, yeah. whatever, right. which was like normal to me, you know? And then, um, as we got older, like the priests would be hard to understand. So they'd like be like Asian or something. It was very hard, you know, especially for my dad who like understood what they were saying. I never understood growing up what any yeah, sure. anything they were saying so for me it was so hard to go to church and care mm. and so like when they started not really being able to speak English my dad's like that's it like I'm done I can't do this I can't understand we tried moving churches you know whatever and so we kind of just stopped going we'd be like the Christmas Easter mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know every once in a while people especially if my brother didn't have baseball you know try to go um and at that point obviously like we were older we didn't really have Sunday school so like it didn't really matter and this is okay kind of weird but I saw these <laughs> girls on Instagram and I'm like gosh their comments are so godly like whatever and I'm like I want to be like that hmm. that's not a good thing to do but it like it kind of like gave me something to like work for yeah. like kind of like look towards but I'm like where do you even start right. like my church was not like that like right. I don't I don't know so I came to Huntington I golfed my freshman year and so that's why I came so then so wait, you did I, what? I golfed my freshman you year you yeah so you yeah. came on like a golf scholarship mm -hmm. oh. really yeah it just did not end well oh. so, <laughs> really yeah so uh, we don't golf anymore okay we don't talk <laughs> about it either I, I just don't golf like John's always like will you go golfing no not touching a golf club so I that's, that's a bad, oh, a bad time let's like kind of go back so you yeah. golfed so, in high school yeah so after so I had to quit gymnastics because I got sick for like a year and a half. Whoa. Yeah. Long. I had like mycoplasm and pneumonia, mono, Whoa. sinus infection, strep, bronchitis, like all these things kind of piled up at once. Like no one knew why. It took them forever to figure out what was going on. Lots of specialists. Yeah. So I was like freshman year of high school. Wow. Yeah. So that was kind of So gymnastics crazy. was your thing. Yeah. So right I grew up as a gymnast. Okay. Yeah. So like from like three to 14 or whatever that was. That's a lot of years to mm -hmm. put into that for it to that just be gone. That might have been like and pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Maybe. Like you breathe in the chalk kind of and crazy. Yeah. 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 No, I mean like, isn't it like, it's way worse than anything. It's a lot mm -hmm. of work. Like yeah. so much work. Like yeah. Really. A lot of yeah. work. Yeah. So I grew up in that. And so... Then I, when I quit, I was like, okay, I want to do CrossFit, pole vault, and golf. Like my friends that quit gymnastics play golf, you know, why not try it? How hard can it be? Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, it's so hard. I think it's honestly harder than gymnastics. No. Like the mental side of it. Mental because side. Because I, mental side. like with gymnastics, perfect every time, no exceptions, whatever. Uh -huh. Golf, there's no such thing. Wait, no, what like, do you mean? Meaning when you, you hit that stupid ball, you have one good yeah, hit, and then you come back, you're like, I'm so good, and then it's like the shanker. Oh, yeah, so there's really no, like, you can't, you like, can't there's not perfect. a practice? Yeah, or like, And no matter how hard I tried, it just 
you could was never that. good enough. Like it was just never to where I wanted to be. Oh, that's annoying. So yeah. So I did that. Pole vault was like, mm, I'd rather do CrossFit instead. Pole vault's really not going anywhere, whatever. So I did CrossFit and golf for a while. And then I broke my neck. So then we, whatever. Golf not was, in pole vault. <laughs> right. Pole vault. I got to, <laughs> I'm yeah, just trying sorry, to follow sorry, sorry. people's line yeah. of thinking they're going to be like, you want to pole vault or you broke yeah, your neck? Yeah, I know. That so would be. So I got into a car accident, broke my neck. Okay. Um, so then I was like, I still want to play golf in college. Like, no matter what, like, that is how I was raised. We were doing a college sport. No exceptions. You were all raised to do a college sport? Like, my parents always joked. Like, this is a complete joke. You're not going to college unless you get on a scholarship. Well, obviously, that's he's not serious. My dad right. wasn't serious. Yeah. But even in gymnastics, like, you will, you will do something. Like, no matter what it is, like, you will do something with it. So that's kind of like just kind of growing up. You know, like that was the important, like we're all your siblings. So I just have one brother. Yep. He's, he just went to Ancilla college. It's like a Juco and plays Mm -hmm. baseball up there. So, cause he just like, I don't really want to know what I want to do. Maybe firefighter Juco is fine. So (laughs) yeah, that's where he went and doing that. So it's just like us two. We both went to college to play sports. Right. So just to catch people up. So you're going through this high school experience. So at this point, again, faith hasn't been that important. No, no, not at all. So now you get to this place of saying, Okay, faith hasn't really been important, but you see something on Instagram. Yeah, I think that's cool. Like, I mean, I gotta highlight that. I was the guy putting down social media. Yeah, like, what are people doing? Yeah, doesn't really have any effect. But it clearly does. That's what I'm saying. So I'm pointing out, like, here was social media posting something was intriguing to me. Yeah, and they were just like random people I found on my explorer. Like, honestly, what drew them to me, I was like, oh, on my like the like page where you can search people. So like, it's just like a bunch of like, I deleted Instagram, Instagram. So I don't know if it's the same or not. I haven't had it since like mm-hmm. February. Yeah. So, but it's just like the page where it has all like pictures of things that you normally like right. and things like that. So it's just like what relates to you. Okay. So I'm like, okay, well these girls are pretty. And I like would like stock their page. And I'm like, gosh, they love Jesus. And I think that that's so cute, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, I was like, I just don't know how to be like that. And then when I came to Huntington, I met some people and I was like, I don't want to be like them, but I understand like what they're saying now. Hmm. Like I, yes, like it's all coming together. Like I didn't feel like that in the Catholic church. And so, yeah, just coming to a different environment, seeing like that perspective. So was that in the back of your mind when you chose Huntington? No, I honestly don't know. You don't, that wasn't at all? I honestly don't know. I don't know the timing of it. So I don't remember when I saw them and like when I chose Huntington. Okay. So yeah, I don't remember. But it wasn't for like, wow, I want to go and live out my Christian faith at Huntington University. No. Oh, wow. I just chose because like I got the... The coach emailed me one day at school, and I was like, um, of course, I'll go look. Like, I was about to sign my NLI to Grace, and then he's like, yeah, you're never going to play on varsity. And I was like, mm, not what I want. So, but right. he, like, the Huntington coach emailed me that weekend or that week. The next weekend, I came up, and I love the campus. And so I was like, I'm looking, back, looking back, I'm like, that has to be a God thing. Oh, like, absolutely. Why, you know, like, got bad news, something else came, yep. ended up loving it, yep. and now I'm here. Right. That's so cool. So. Yeah, because, again, I think this happens a lot. Like, I don't think people pick Christian colleges necessarily, especially mm-hmm. when Christian colleges have sports. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't usually pick it because it's a Christian yeah. college. Like, they give a, they give a, right. a scholarship. And that's yeah. all they are there for. Yeah. Well, because— uh, Huntington's NAI, mm-hmm. so what? they can give NAI. Yeah, so they can give scholarships. Oh, they they're give a, a lot. D3, right, you're not a D two, but NAI yeah. can give scholarships. Oh, I didn't know that. And so. It might not be a lot, but it's still better than nothing. And like yeah. you're still going to play somewhere. And I know like Huntington's conference is really good too. So like some of the schools around it, they compare it to like D two schools. Right. At least I think, oh. depending yeah. on the sport. I don't even know what D two NIA <laughs> means. <laughs> I'm just nodding. I didn't know NAI was a thing until I was like, mom, this NAI school just emailed me. What is this? It's just like, it's just a different conference. So you never even heard of Huntington Mm -hmm. or anything else? No. Wow. I didn't. So. Yeah. So again, so you get here and at this time, the beginning of um, Huntington University starts to solidify this idea of what you learned as a kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure it out. And then you solidify it together. Yeah. start the journey of saying like my faith is growing yeah. my faith to start you know yeah it was like well one it was weird because we'd be like in we'd be in chapel and I'm like this is not what I know like this is so weird I think like to me I thought it was wrong people raising their hands people like wow. if they were dancing like that's not okay like you stand there and you 
just stand there. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, and sometimes still to me, like if you see me in church, like I'll stand like this all the time because I don't, I don't know what to do. Like to me, it's still weird to do that. But for me watching other people, I'm like, that's, that's how you do it. Then that's how you do it. Go you. But yeah, no, I kind of think it was like the growing start, start over Mm -hmm. of my faith, I guess. Mm. Cause like, don't, I love my Catholic background. I love, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just didn't learn anything right. from mm-hmm. it. So, I mean, yeah. it could be the start, whatever, right. of it. It definitely yeah. planted a seed, though. Yeah. You yeah. moved back in the right. past. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so back now you start on this journey. To Talk to us about your journey in college. What does it mean yeah. to you, even from a faith perspective, friendship perspective, and then— Maybe how you ended up at Life Church. Yeah. You know, so. so we can start with friendships because that's like the most thing, like that's the thing that sticks out to me the most. So, like in high school, right before I came to college, it was like I was friends with these people, like a group of guys and girls, so fun, you know, whatever. They're like good people to be around, but the choices that they made were not the best. Like it was like drinking and smoking all the time. Like I stayed out of it, but they were all doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't bother me. You know, you do you, whatever. But so can I ask you a question? What yeah. kept you out of it? Cause this is always interesting to yeah. me is it's like, yeah. so for these people that do make the decision, everybody else is around them. What was the thing that, that yeah. made it so, okay, I choose not to. Yeah. My, so my dad grew up in that kind of situation. Like his parents let him drink from when he was really young or like he did like, did drugs and he will be open and honest and tell you stories. And for me, like, no, that was like a scary thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't do that. And that's why he kind of told us is like, you do your own path. I'm telling you no, but like, if you choose this, I won't always know about it. Like right. if my brother goes off to college and does whatever he wants to do, my parents aren't going to always know about mm-hmm. it. But he told those stories because like, these are my lessons I've learned. Don't do them. Mm-hmm. And so like hearing like, oh my gosh, he did that when he did whatever. Right. No way am I going to trip on that or no right. way am I going to make those decisions, you know? Yeah. Like that's just not how I was. Like I'm a very scared, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, right. type person. Yeah. So like if they wanted to, you know, be high on the couch, like I'm sitting there sober all the time. But like they wow. were still good friends and like fun to be around. They just made choices that yeah. I didn't like. Yeah, you so. just don't see that very yeah. often. So no. I always think it's interesting to get a perspective yeah. on somebody that made a choice yeah. for a certain reason. Because usually it's like I'm completely separated from those people I'm mm-hmm. gonna be around. Right. Yeah. right. You hardly ever see the person that makes a decision to still be friends with people that are still getting high. Yeah. yeah. Well know? and that's why like one of the guys that was in the group was like, you know, I really like I don't remember the word he used, but I re- he's like, I really like Morgan because she says, you know, she's a Christian but, and she doesn't do those things that we do. She'll hang out with us, right. but like she says what she says she is. Like she doesn't, I'm a Christian, goes and drinks yeah. on a Saturday night, right. you know, whatever. Or like, and he's like, I just really like that. And I'm like, well, hmm. you know, thanks. Like that kind of means a lot, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, too, yeah. do you think that That's at cool. this time, like, I'm trying to get a, this off the subject a little yeah, bit, but I'm good. interested. Were your friends that you're hanging out with, would they consider themselves Christians? I honestly don't know. I don't okay. think so. Some yeah. of them definitely, I know one of them was, no, he was not. He was like, right. he's an atheist, yeah. doesn't, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know about the rest of them, honestly. Yeah, because I just always wonder, like, you know, when we talk about reaching people, right. how, much yeah. of, how much of an effect uh-huh. Did she does have? it have when people choose to say, I'm a Christian, but I'm sleeping with everybody. Yeah, I'm right. a Christian, but I'm getting hammered all the time. Yeah. I'm a Christian, and I'm getting high. Like, I just yeah. wonder a lot to how much effect that has to the people in that group compared to just saying, like, I'm, again, because I this is what I've heard. Like, you got the people that are be like, but the hardest part about Christianity is, mm-hmm. is that, just use Morgan as an example, she became a Christian, and now she, she can't ever be with us. Right, right. You know, so it's a goody two shoes, and those right. people will never yeah. be around us because we're the terribles, yes. and we're the goodies, and yeah. we never get together. How often should we learn from this lesson that, you know, why is it? Do you ever wonder that? Why is it that a Christian person can't still have friends and get an eye? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think— No, seriously. Like, no, is I know. it because the peer pressure is too hard? Is it because— Maybe a little bit of that, and maybe just because they've turned their life around that they don't want to be around it. I don't know. Yeah. I know like for me, no, I don't want to be around like those specific people anymore, but like if people made a bad choice, like I'm not going to hate them for their choice. I guess I wouldn't want to be around it because again, like this, I hate like self image, but I wouldn't want to be like 
somebody to say, oh, she said she's a Christian, but she hangs out with this person. Hmm. So she might be doing this. That's not true. Like, I want to make an impact on that person's life. Uh And if they're still not changing, then there's nothing I can do to help that. And, like, that's, I think, the time when I leave. Right. So, but, I mean, at Huntington, I don't see that a whole often. So I haven't haven't had to experience that. But even that one guy, like what he said about, I really like Morgan and Mm -hmm. she doesn't do the stuff for a brother. Like, that obviously set in his mind. Yeah. So, to me, it's like a seed planted that he's going to, like, go back to that. Yeah. I don't know if he was an atheist or what. I I don't know. I don't talk to him anymore, so. Well, I just think it's, again, a lot of people think the way to make people happy is stand in the middle. And I've always been like, I've always had this stance. You will for sure know what I think. Yeah. Yeah. There is no in the middle. Like, this is what I think. And you can be upset with it, but you will never question what I think. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, and I think people are like, we need to stay more in the middle, be more gentle. And I'm like, listen, I don't think people like that. I think people want to know where you stand. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's a big deal. Not proof that he's like, regardless of what you say, at least we know where you stand. Yeah. Yeah. At least you're going to say, I am, and the decisions I make are this because Mm -hmm. you don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it, but at least I stand for something. Right. You know, instead of being in the middle. Yeah. 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 So then you come to college, you, you decide to give up golf, Yeah. you know, and that's, Right. Yeah. Like on? I. Yeah. It was at the end of my freshman year. So going into my sophomore year, it was over. Okay. So like whatever. I broke up with it. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> like, did something dramatic like, happen? No. It just like didn't. Like the coach and I just did not get along. Oh, so it okay. just like did not end very well. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. So anyway. you start to start on this journey yeah. in college. Because again, just from the little bit I know, you're you're somewhat of a, and I have seen you work out, so you are somewhat of a driven person. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Right? Like yeah. when you set your mind to something, like you're pretty driven, yeah. pretty focused, you know, on what you're doing. So now you've given up golf. What's your, what is your focus now inside yeah. of college and how has it really played out into where you are today? Yeah. So like, again, I just started focusing on CrossFit, getting back in that, and then like just kind of creating like positive relationships. Um so freshman year had friends with everyone, all, like too much. Mm-hmm. I was everywhere. Crazy, you know, typical <laughs> freshman. Um, and then sophomore year, I met a friend, whatever. She was like a good friend, but did not lead me in the right way. Mm-hmm. So like that was kind of hard, you know, to again, she was a good friend, always there for me, you know, but she just did not believe in God. She didn't you know, think that way. We just thought two different ways. And so we roomed together sophomore year. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. She was at Huntington? Yeah. And so, yeah, she came for track and cross country. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Perfect the example. She went, she, went to Grace. she went to Grace first yeah. and then transferred over here because the program was better. Hmm. So, yeah. whatever. And I think she went to a Christian high school, too. But, wow. Yeah. yeah. So, crazy. But, yeah, so then I got freshman, at the end of freshman year, I got in, you know, a bad relationship. The end so, of your when? Freshman year. Oh, so, okay. and then that's when that, so that my roommate sophomore year yeah. was the friends of that guy. Mm-hmm. So we all. So know, it was like all around the same time. So yeah. you like had negativity all around yeah. you. So like yeah. you couldn't even like, this is your roommate. So you yeah. couldn't even like go somewhere else. Yeah. So like we knew we were going to room sophomore year. And so it was just like, okay, you know, you can't really escape it. You yeah. Know, whatever. And then with my ex, like, it was like he pretended, you know, that he loved Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, would, you know, would do whatever. And then it ended up all just kind of being a lie. So that was kind of like, I was like, this. listen, this is what I said. I was like, stop, like, stay with me. You know, I'll forget about it. You know, yeah. I'm like, yes. you know, those yes. things that should never be said. He's like, literally, you will not. We are not like, this is over. And so I honestly thank him because oh. that would not be a good, like, I'd still no. be crying every day. I'd come Absolutely. into the gym. So, yeah. But it's hard in the moment. Yeah. Like, it, you do want to say, no, a, I, you don't have to love Jesus. It's okay. Yeah, it was the first time I'd ever been broken up with two. Oh. So I was like, what is this? Like, mm. this is so weird. Like, I've just never had a boyfriend before that either. Mm. So, like, it was just all together the first time. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That was, he was your first boyfriend? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you went through high school without a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Was there I, a reason for I that? Think that? I just didn't really talk to people. Really? Like, I, so. Isn't friend, that hard to believe? I feel like that's really no, hard to believe. When I walked in here, like, I see her. You yeah. think that she's just yeah. way outgoing. Yes. Well, she's like, I'm a little nervous. Well, I <laughs> yeah. was way surprised that she would be nervous. Yeah. Freshman year, like I said, when I got sick. So that took away, like, freshman, sophomore year. Like, I did not want to talk oh, to anyone. Oh, that makes and sense. And it was just, like, focused on gymnastics. Again, like, that's mm. where my mind was at all the time. Or focused on sports. Like, those people, like, I was just not friends with many people didn't really care because I was like, at the end of the four years, I'm never going to see you again. Peace out. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like, 
not going to even try with this. And plus, right. I grew up with friends. We were all friends since we were two. So oh, it was a wow. group of four of us. And so I'm like, these are my friends. It does not matter. I do not need any of you guys. Yeah. Like, forget that. Like, I'm hanging out with them on the weekends. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Right. So that's kind of where that was. So then I guess back to freshman, sophomore year. So I did like fall of sophomore year, that relationship, but I was still friends with my roommate and we got super close, did all the fun things together, you know, build myself back up. And then it just was like, kept getting worse. Mm-hmm. So like then when my fiance and I got together now, that's when like that friendship just started again to get worse and get mm. worse and get worse. I'm like, I just can't be around this. Like, so that was a friendship that you broke off of yeah. once this one started. Yeah. So, well, no, as like, a different one. Yeah. That's, okay. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> but so it kind of just happened naturally. Like the, my roommate and I just like, oh, we'll get lunch together, you know, Tuesdays, Thursdays or whatever it was. And then it just slowly stopped. And then we stopped our streak on Snapchat. We stopped texting. And I was like, honestly, I feel so much better. Like, yeah. Toxic I might friend. Not, yeah. I like, I might not have friends, but I feel so much better. Yeah. And so that was kind of nice. I'm like, okay, now I need to find like friends who have the same thing in common with me. I'm done like messing around with people, you know, who might be fun or, you know, whatever, but like, I need people who have the same thing in common. I, I have nightmares. Like, I'm so glad that I didn't go to college just Why? for one reason, having a roommate. Really? Yeah, oh, well, like, yeah, you've already, of, yeah, you've said you're weird about li- that. For all my life, the thought of like having another guy sleep in a room with me really? would be like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do this. And Nelson confirmed it for me. So oh, we, his jail stories? Story? No, not his jail story. So when we went to the Ukraine, uh-huh. so we were in the Ukraine, I think it was two weeks. So uh, Nelson went, mm-hmm. you know, and he was going to go to Huntington University. And so was, oh my gosh. Tony, Dave's son, uh, not Wyatt, Josh. Okay. They're, and they're going to room uh-huh. together, right? So we're in this big bunkhouse, right, for in the Ukraine. And again, whatever, we're on a mission trip. Right. You know, we don't have to do it all year. So Nelson and sleeps above oh. Josh. Have you heard any of these stories? No, I don't think so. So Nelson's above Josh. Nelson gets a cold. So Nelson starts blowing his nose. It's not right. Just throwing him over the edge. I think I did hear about <gasps> this. That is edge. sick. Throw him over the edge. Next thing you know, Josh wakes up in the morning, <laughs> steps in, steps in all these snotbags, you know, and I'm like, see, this is, would be the one. So life. that, that did it too for you. Oh, that, that and then, one moment. Well, and then again, Nelson got out of the shower and he's butt naked, <laughs> goes and sits on the bed yeah. of Josh on his pillow, butt naked <laughs> on his pillow. Hey, at least he's clean. Josh comes walking in. Why? <laughs> Why? But just flip the pillow around. Right, Those exactly. thoughts of being having another guy Are in the room. Are you serious? I mean, I swear I died having to have another guy in a room. Wow. That no, would not be a good Sounds roommate. traumatic yeah. for you. Sorry, that no, was it's kind of funny because I roommates and I like my roommate and I now are fine but I hate sleeping with people oh. like it's just a weird thing like in the same room yeah like if oh if I have a friend come over you know to my house okay you'll sleep on the floor you know whatever but I'm like I do not want to sleep at all that night because like I don't know what I do in my sleep yeah so, like, what you're paranoid? so weird like oh I'm like what gosh. if you just lean over and fart yeah, in the room. Room. I mean there's many things I've had a ton of roommates you guys <laughs> rehabs jails like right, try so- using the restroom in the same like living space in front no, of somebody it's yeah. like who wants to go in a communal shower like that was a thing too <laughs> mm. like I didn't know this but like the Huntington at one time still had communal yes. showers. Did, the boys and yeah. girls? Oh, I don't know. We have like no, community like a, bathrooms. Like yeah. all the girls' showers. Yeah. Like you have to shower oh. with other people. Yeah, we don't shower with other people, but like our shower, like at least my dorm now is like a pod and like our pod will share like the two toilets and then right. a no, but the shower. You, like there was times like you walk down the hallway to the shower, like camping. Yes. Oh, well, awful. I remember that because my sister went to HU and I remember staying the night with her and in the bathroom, I thought it, I was young. So I had been like eight or something. And in the, like on the floor that she was on, it was the bathroom with the men. And I'm like eight years old, just like, you know, like it was just so weird. <laughs> I'd be yeah. terrified. Isn't that yeah. weird? No, like, I, do they still have that? The, or the different sex bathroom? No, we have it separated by like dorms. Okay, so not yeah, dorms. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Either way, that was off the subject. But yeah. the thought of having a roommate just got like kept sitting here thinking that'd be the worst. Yeah. Thing. Well, like, you never I, have I to. Couldn't yeah. do that. No, I know. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, so you're you're through your 
uh, sophomore, get, junior. Yeah. yeah. So now you're at the place in your life where you're feeling like, hey, you're where you want to be. Yeah. Like, God. So when did you end up at Life Church? I ended up, when was that? Kind of, was it sophomore year? Mm, it junior been, year? It was, no, it would have been either sophomore or freshman. I knew, so I came to Champ sophomore year because I needed a gym to right. come to. And then obviously, Ray and I are besties, you know, whatever, that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Where'd you go, Ray? But, yeah, no, no, really. She's like my like second mom. She's taking me in. She's amazing. But so I think I started coming. I'd come like once, you know, every once in a while, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think sophomore year or junior year is when I kind of started coming more. And okay. then like the end of last year is like when I started helping with the kids ministry and things like that. Right. So, yeah kind of sophomore. Yeah, so you feel like things are coming together now for you. So you're in your senior year. Thank Sharon. You're going to get to the end of it. Yes. Going to get married. Yeah. So talk a little bit about, like, how do you see God using you now or how do you want him to use you in the future? Because, again, the one thing that obviously you can see through this podcast is you are a driven person. Yeah. Right? And so you're going to use some of that drive, not only in your own success, but talk about how do you want to see God use you in the future. Yeah. So, like, we've— talked about you know love crossfit want to start my own gym but i love like what you guys have here is like the gym in the church mm. so i'm like that would be so cool somehow to start a gym in the church either if it be like a different building same building you know whatever right. but that would be really cool um but i just think like god can work through me like in a way of just like helping people get fitter smarter about you know nutrition things like that mm-hmm. he's like I don't know. I don't think working in like kids ministry is my thing. Not that you have to like work in the church, but I just think like God has called me from such a young age. Like fitness is your thing. Mm -hmm. Like that is what you're going to do. And that is like how you're going to do it. So I think that that's an example though, of like saying, this is the struggle for so many people Like, can I really make a difference if I don't volunteer at the church? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so that's why we always say like one of the important things about understanding the church is, the church always needs volunteers, yeah. Yeah. right, to just get some things done. Yeah. Right? It doesn't have to be your calling. It doesn't have to be the thing that you do. I want to do all of your life. We just need to be able to create an environment. We're going to be talking about this in the next few Sundays. Like, we need to create an environment so that if you're inviting your friends, there is a place yeah. for kids. So yeah. we have to do that. But don't let that be the, okay, but that's what I'm going to do to reach yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, find the thing that you're passionate about. And I think that's yeah. what's cool, you know, when you're talking about, like, my passion is— yeah. Fitness. And so I'm going to try to figure out how to use that passion to be able to reach people yeah. for Jesus. Yeah. And it is hard because, like, I've grown up, like, you don't talk about religion. You know, you don't. So I'm like, how do I do that without, like, you know, mm-hmm. offending people, I guess, or, like, crossing a line? Like, I, you know, you're supposed to talk about it. But again, like, the back of my mind, like, you don't talk about that. Like, mm. you know, whatever. So I'm like, I just don't know. And I don't know if you, like, always need to talk about it necessarily. Like, it's more of just, like, being a nice person and, like, changing that person's life in, like, some other way. Yeah. Could be a way you could do it, too. So, mm-hmm. like, just trying to find that balance of, like, how? How do you, like, talk about it, not talk about yeah. it. Be a good person, you know, like how does that all Well, kind of you were thoughts? talking about this Do you have yesterday. Huh? You were speaking about this yesterday, weren't yeah. you? Or was that yesterday or the week before? Right. I well, can't remember. Well, I mean, again, so give me your thoughts on it. Because I do think that that's interesting because this is the dilemma for so yes, many people. Yes, yeah. so what many do I do? people. Like, how am I going to work it in? And how does it work? And yeah. Yeah. Mike says we need to share the gospel. And what does it mean to share the gospel? And, yeah. yeah. You know, do I just be like, hey— Put one up for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, one up for Jesus. Yes. Like, how does that work? Yeah. Like, how do we do Well, that? I think people, that's like their number one thing of like, the reason why they can't do it is because they're thinking, oh, well, I need to know scripture. I need to know this. Yeah. Like, or I'm not a good speaker, or I just don't know what to say. And those things are what are stopping people, or even like just hearing you from having like a different background. Like, yeah. those things are set in stone. I mean, you did that, like you learned that at a young age, but really it is, it's just being in relationship with people and then them knowing you're a Christian, like just like that guy, you know, who was like, well, you don't do this, but I know you're a Christian. Like, that's amazing. So just being in relationship with people and they can just see you if you really are truly living for Jesus, that's Mm -hmm. a way to turn them because having somebody tell scripture to you or like throw Jesus down your throat is the worst thing Mm -hmm. that anybody could do. Mm -hmm. Cause if they're not in the right state of mind, then they're going to really like, you're going to reject that. And then they're going to be like, not even wanting to talk about Jesus, not even maybe even farther in their walk. Right. 
Because they're throwing religion down there. Yes. So right. Yeah. I mean, I, this is what I've always said to people is I said, it starts first with, you have to love God with all of your heart yeah. and soul. So it has to start with this. I do have a personal relationship. I am spending time with him. I do feel filled by him. I do feel like I'm being led, mm-hmm. you know, because I think what we forget sometimes is we want to just jump into the work. Yes. Right. So I need to go out there and I need to evangelize and I need to volunteer and I need to do it. I'm like, the first thing you need to do is have a relationship where you can be led. Yeah. Right. Because if you don't have that leading, mm-hmm. this just becomes religion. Right. right. Like I'm just checking things off a box because I'm doing all these things. So I'm like, Focus on that. So the first thing we do, just really love God with all of your heart, mind, and soul and figure out how to build that personal relationship so that you can have those things. And I'm very adamant about there have been very few people in 20 years of doing ministry that I've ever shared the gospel with. Mm. Meaning like, hey, let me tell you about Jesus. And hey, you know why you're out here? You know, like you kind of work it in over lunch. Yes. Yes. Like I don't do that. Like I love on people mm-hmm. and I serve them. Yeah. So whatever I can do to serve people, like people that are right now that are my friends that aren't believers all, or they're at all, like I just serve them. Right. I love them. I do anything, you know, I do to build a relationship yeah. with them. I walk down the road with them. And then I believe that mm-hmm. if I'm being led yep. and if I have a relationship and if I'm praying for this person, that I'm believing God's doing a work. Yeah. And there's going to be a time where they're going to ask yeah. They're going to give an opportunity and then we're going to be able to share the gospel, right. invite them to church, mm-hmm. invite them to lunch, invite, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have comfortable. this chance, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just think that, at least for me, right. I think if we do that with purpose, but I think where it gets lost is that, you know, people are like, oh, I'm going to do this personal training and I'm going to try to reach people for Jesus, but yeah. you're never really spending any time with Jesus. Yeah. Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're doing the work. Mm-hmm. You're trying Jesus, to push something. But you're really yeah. never, you know, and so I don't think those two things go together. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's where it gets lost. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. So not, because I think a lot of people struggle, don't you? Like, do you yes. think people struggle oh, yeah. on having a personal relationship? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. trying to figure out what is that daily, yeah. you know, like, I love you, Lord. Like, I think we overcomplicate that as well. Talk about that. Like, Why? I think that, I don't know. I think that people, A, don't understand. Jesus or God in itself, because you know, like you can't hear him like yeah. physically. physically yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think that's hard for people to understand, even if you are a Christian and it may not have been taught correctly, or you may not even know that you can go directly to Jesus. So yeah, I just well, think. So talk about that, Jenny, is, is that, so this is what we challenge people on Sunday. We said you should have an intentional relationship yep. with Jesus an intentional relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so, and I was, thought, you know, I was pretty adamant about this. Like, you just need to figure out how to do it. There's lots of ways to do it. And so the people that say it can only be done in one way. So maybe people that you have seen, Mm -hmm. or maybe in your own life, what have you guys done? Like to be able to say like, this is what I do to help me grow. And maybe it's seasonal. Like I've done this for a while and I've done this for a while and I've tried this for a while. You know, what are the things that have helped you or what have you seen other people do that Maybe our audience, because I would say you guys are just like the audience. We're mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like what yeah. is kind of hard because how do I build a personal relationship with somebody I can't see? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So do you have thoughts, Jenny? Yeah. So, I mean, throughout my years, it's taken me a long time to be able to like grasp the fact that I need to have alone time with God. Because I think it's just go, go, go. You go to church, you go to the second church on Wednesday, and then you like, it was just never taught to me to physically sit down and Mm. be quiet. Mm. So now I've gotten into more of a mode where every morning I do my devotions. Mm -hmm. So just setting aside time where you are specifically with God and no other distractions can come up. What do you do in that time? What do you you mean? Like devotions? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's what, again, back to people asking this question. Mm -hmm. So do I have a devotional? Do I do a daily bread? Do Uh I just kind of sit there and listen? Do I hum (laughs) and meditate? Do I read a book? Do I like, and I'm not saying one's right or wrong. No, I know. Do you have a rhythm? Yeah. So I use the Bible app and I have usually like three to four um, things going on there. But 
the most important part that I realized was I turn my notifications off. So I put it on do not disturb like automatically. So whenever I open up the Bible, it already like automatically do not disturb. So I'm not meaning because you're going to get a bunch of notifications. Right. Yeah. And that's easier to be like, Oh, I need to respond to this Mm -hmm. or I need to work or something. Mm -hmm. So that helps me be distracted free. But Mm -hmm. After I do the devotionals, I will journal about them. So then as I'm journaling about maybe something that stood out to me or something, usually it ends up with me just like having a prayer with God. Hmm. Like I'm just talking, Mm -hmm. you know, so it opens up. It's kind of like, I feel like sometimes it's like a therapist, like whenever I'm like journaling or like talking to God, it's just like things are like aware that I never... Yeah. And when do you do yours? In the morning. You do? Mm -hmm. What? I wake up. Yeah. What's morning? 7.30. Holy crap. What happened to you? I told you. No, I've been waking up at 7.30. (laughs) I just go to bed. No, I just go to bed at like 2.30. So the podcast audience, this is a complete revelation because you just get up at 1.00. No, I like back in the day, back in the day I did. And this was a long time ago. Oh, we used to tell the stories of watching TV till four in the morning. So yeah, I, I mean, that's still happens, but I'm still getting up at seven. Shoot, right, I don't know how you function. That. Yeah, that's that's why I oversleep sometimes. Give her some health advice. Yeah, for real though, I am. You know why she has a broken hip? Because tell you don't sleep. Mm-hmm. See? You don't no. recover. You don't recover. Don't recover. Well, you don't yeah, recover. that's true. Yeah. See? Come on, trainer. Fix. Give it to yeah. me. All right, what else? What else? What else is wrong? All I know is when I don't get enough sleep, I am not a person to talk to. Like, yeah. I am so mean. It How is much so sleep bad. do you need? I know. I mean, the average, like, no, what for I've you. learned. For oh, you. for me, yeah, I try to get, personally. like. Because people are different. Yeah. yeah. People are different. I, especially, like, last year, we try, I'm trying to get back on it. It's, like, going to sleep at 10 and waking up at 8. Okay. So, like, Whoa. 8, 10 hours, that's what I try to get. No, there's a lot of people that are. Yeah. I've heard a lot of people like, if I don't get eight to ten, I'm done. Yeah, ten done. hours. Yeah. I mean, there are like days where I'm like, okay, five is you know good, whatever. Right. But like, if I go multiple days, I am just a different person. Yeah, that's insane. So, yeah, it's. No, bad. I've heard a lot. I mean, I think you have to figure out your body. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe give us your. So from you, how do you feel like your devotion is your devotional time? Yeah. What do you do and like what can people learn from? Yeah. So I'm kind of bad. Like it goes in phases of like good with like quiet time and not. Mm-hmm. And like she what she was saying is like we all get super busy. And so like learning to like slow down mm-hmm. is so hard. And so like I've I'm always like, why? Like you can spend you can literally pray in the shower. Like everyone showers like once a day, right? I mean you should at least. So well. like yeah, you should. <laughs> Can't say I always do, but that's a different topic. Anyways, yeah. um, so yeah, I'm like, okay, at least like pray in there. Like, what do you, I mean, mm-hmm. that's still like 20 minutes, whatever. I don't know mm-hmm. how long people shower, but that's still like a good opportunity to like do that. So like, say I don't do my devotional, I at least try to like, you know, pray in the shower. No, I'm not on my phone. Mm-hmm. There's really no like distractions, I guess. So like, that's kind of like my minimum is like just yeah. trying to spend time like there and then, you know, trying to get on a regular schedule of like doing my devos. Cause I'm not the best at that. Yeah. Honestly, it's like, it's so hard and I hate it. Like, why no, is I it, think it's hard to a lot of people. Why is it so hard? Like, why is watching TV so much easier? You know what I'm saying yes. though? And I'm like, maybe it's cause like you don't physically see him or hear him. So it's like, well then it's harder to just do this simple thing that literally could take like five yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not that difficult. Yeah. We make it so hard. So hard. Yeah. yeah. I always tell people like, this has been the rhythm for me. It's fill space that start triggers. Yep. So for me, it's like there have been times in my life where it's been like every single morning and you're going to get up and it's a certain routine you've done. And then there's other times it's like all of my space where I'm alone. So whether it's feeding calves or, you know, whether I, yeah. nobody's at home, it's like, what do I fill the space with? Mm. You know, And so it's this whole idea of can there be other things that help with that process that aren't over yeah. in the morning. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. get it over with in the morning and then there's right. Right. nothing else. So what are those things? Well, I don't like music, you yeah. know, so I don't listen to any music. So what do I start doing? Well, that's when podcasts and audiobooks yeah. and, you know, different things trigger this questioning or question or relationship with yeah. Jesus. Like, yeah. oh, I'm thinking about this. I never mm-hmm. really thought about it before. So things that will open up my mind. Yeah. 
to build the relationship. That's a good way you know to what think mean? of because it. Because the yeah. problem always was, it's like, you're telling me to build a relationship. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I, yeah, right. Like, what's going to trigger those thoughts? Yeah. I need something to trigger thoughts. Yeah. You know, so this whole idea of like, oh, I never thought about that. And then I can be like, God, what do you think? And mm. let's talk back and forth because I've never really thought about yeah. this. And I read a book or I listened to a podcast or I watched a documentary, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a big... Uh, you know, the Manti Teo, did you do this? I haven't, no, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, so Manti Teo, Notre Dame guy, gets catfished by this guy that becomes a girl that essentially ends up like destroying his life. They were loving it. Love, he loved, well, he's a man, but she's playing. Right, right. Yeah, so but he, anyway, loved he didn't know what to do. Yeah. And he ended up like talking about, you know, this idea of like, I don't know how to end it. So she got killed in a car accident. She didn't really get killed. No, right. But yeah. they played the whole thing out <gasps> to the point of like, so his senior year at Notre Dame, essentially it was like, hey, I'm playing for my girlfriend who got <gasps> killed. He said that? Yeah, playing for his girlfriend that got killed, which wasn't really a real person. It was a man. He never met her like over, like they never no. did. So the point is he's talking about his faith, right? So he he's talking about, he grew up in Polynesian culture where the Church of Latter-day Saints was huge in the Polynesian Polynesian mm-hmm. culture, so he's talking about faith. So it just triggered these things in my mind, like thinking about his journey and how you go right. through this journey and how faith played out and how, you know, the Mormon church even ended up in the Polynesian culture. And like, so it triggers things yeah. to make me think about yeah. things that I wouldn't naturally think about. So I don't, I don't get, I'm not much of a box person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm terrible about like the same thing yeah. all yeah. the time, every single day. So I'm like, Oh, I've said the, a lot of sermons in 18 years have been wrote on feed bags. On what? Feed bags. So I'll be feeding calves and I'll be like, oh, I never thought about that. And then mm, I go write yeah. my message on, on, a, a bag? on a feed bag. Oh my gosh. So I'll just have you write down the thoughts and then the kids would laugh about it. They'll, they can tell you times. They have pictures of it. Oh, I bet. Where they come in and be like, oh, dad, <laughs> working on his message. That's funny. You know, but I just don't want to get caught up in like it has to be done a certain way. Because yeah. some of the greatest moments, I said- Yesterday, when I said the Francis Chan, mm-hmm. you know, where yeah. Francis Chan said, I can remember the day I was feeding calves in the morning, listening to the book, and I sat down on a bucket and cried, and I never cried. Wow. But this moment happened in the midst of feeding cows. Yeah. Right? So I just want to be, it can happen in the midst of hiking. Mm-hmm. You know, it can happen in the midst of being in a tree stand. It can happen in the midst of, like, I just think we need to be careful. Like, the only time we can work on the relationship is, like, 20 minutes in the morning yeah. when I'm doing a devotional. And right. I don't know. Yeah. Like, what is it that's going to trigger your mind mm-hmm. to build relationship stuff? And I think we just need to figure that out. Yeah. And I think each person's different. Yeah. You know, and what's it going to be? So I, that, that's where I want to challenge. Yeah. I like that. Talking to him throughout the day. Yeah. Or just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. What does trigger it for you? I like yeah. that though with a podcast because I listen to this Christian podcast, but I just never even like considered that to be like your like working, yeah, yeah, working on the relationship. Yeah, well, again, I well, I don't know. What do you think about it? Is I it mean, that? I think I just never realized <laughs> that, and I'm it's like clicking, and I'm like, oh, that does make sense. Yeah, because it does. Like, I think more about it. Well, because I think it's that back to you know the problem with the world today is we've made it all about religion and yes. even devotions are religion. Yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I did my religious duty. I checked mm-hmm. it off. I did my devotions. Now I'm going to go do my life. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know. Kind of like the well, whole gamut. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think if you're doing your to- devotions and then like you are doing that religious part and then you are, go out through your life and you're not acting like Christ-like, I think that that would be considered just doing it just to do it. Well, I'm just like surprised there are more people like me that just needed reminded throughout the whole day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have to do something when my mind is empty. So when I'm doing empty things. That's hard you know to believe. Huh? Your mind gets empty? Meaning that I'm doing mindless activities. Oh, okay. I'm mowing the yard. I'm feeding cows. And okay. Like mindless activities. Like I don't even have to think about what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've fed calves so many times I could do it in my sleep. Yeah. You know, or running the skid loader or right. being on a mower or even being on the treadmill. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. mindless yeah. activity. Yeah. I want to fill it with things that are going to remind me why I'm here. Yeah. Like I just need that. And some people don't call that devotions, but why isn't it devotions? Yeah. Right. It's reminding me why I'm here. So there's been a lot of good. And, and again, I tie in secular culture along with Christian culture because one of the best books I've ever read is You Can't Hurt Me. Right. And so that guy, this whole like get it through your mind that you can do more than you. Yeah. You, 
you really can because yeah. your mind holds your body back. Mm-hmm. We'll take that with Christianity and put it together with like, Hey, part of the reason that holds us back as Christian people is we let our mind get in the way. We believe lies, yeah. we, you know, so he talks about training the mind. So it's putting together, but I always kind of filter it in like, Oh God, this, I get it now. Like mm-hmm. when you're talking about capturing your thoughts and he's doing it in a whole like workout capacity. Yeah. yeah. I'm always thinking about it in like a purpose capacity. Right. So I like, I just need reminded all the time why I'm doing things because yeah. otherwise I get off track, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so all right, so we're at the end of the time. Did okay. we get any questions? You know, I think we did. <laughs> this is, I think, I don't know how many. So okay. I accidentally scheduled the text to go out for tomorrow. Yeah. And I was wondering why I hadn't received anything. And then I finally figured out when we sat down before. So I sent out a text last minute and we actually did get some. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. This is exciting. <laughs> All right. So from Kaylin Griffith. She wants to know what is your favorite thing about Life Church? Um, honestly, it's been like a super welcoming place. So like, and I like they're easy messages for me to pick up and then like go back and think. And I like always tell John like, "This is what I learned today. How like help me? How do I do this? How do I like yeah. let's do it together?" Or like, it's just something that I genuinely like look forward to. It's just fun to be here. Fun to. I know that's like kind of a cheesy answer, no. but it's like the truth. Yeah. So you work out here. Yeah. I mean, a lot of good things have happened yeah. for you here. It's yeah. kind of where I've been instead of school. Yeah. yeah. So. Awesome. All right. Adam Shoemaker wants to know, how can we use exercise to bring others closer to Jesus? Um, I know. So like, again, working through them, just kind of being like a nice person. Mm-hmm. I know like this is kind of a different question, but. Like for me, sometimes I'll have to like pray before I work out and like, Mm. okay, we have to bring Jesus into the workout session. Like you're not doing this for you. Like he's supposed to be working through you and like you, you know, glorify him through like your work. And so like you can take it either two ways again. Like if you're going to help somebody just like be kind, you know, work Mm -hmm. with them, you know, help them with what they need, you know, just be there for them, all, all those things. And then like, if you're using it for yourself too, just like, remember those things. It's like, it's not for you. It's for him. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Well, and I think again, like that, like one of the things that personal trainers or people help us do is learn to be disciplined again. Yeah. Yeah. So like when you discipline your mind, because part of it, part of the problem with, you know, when we look at this whole Christian aspect, I think too many times we just narrow it down too much because we have to realize like part of our problem is we really don't have disciplined minds. No. So part of our problem is is when our mind's not disciplined, Mm -hmm. how do you think about living on purpose? Mm -hmm. Because you like, you're all over the map where, you know, personal trainers are very good at this. They Mm -hmm. get us to this mindset of like, if you want to be healthy, Mm -hmm. right, you need to be disciplined. So you need to think about what you eat. You need to think about being on a routine. You need to, work out and you're going to not feel good in the beginning. You're going to feel better in the Mm -hmm. end that all of that (laughs) discipline makes us get to that place. And so doing that again, even just for the sheer purpose of we're teaching people how to train their mind. Mm -hmm. Then once they connect it together with, Oh wow. Faith, they've got over one of the hardest parts in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great, that is the hardest part. Yeah. Okay, Sally Knuckles. Okay, yeah, she's so sweet. I know, I love Sally. She wants to know, what does she plan on doing when she graduates? Love Morgan and her positive attitude and looking forward to her, to seeing her back in the gym. She's so cute. I know. Um, she's like my favorite person, like come see in the morning. It's like, she's I so love sweet. that group. Yeah. Anyways, um, afterwards, just like kind of starting off small, you know, getting my foot in the door, figuring out what I like and what I don't like. So like after the semester I'm taking, well, during the semester, I'm taking a precision nutrition course. Mm. So like, it's like a certification, you know, to be like a nutrition coach. So I can like do that next semester and just kind of like leading in, you know, have that being a personal trainer, but probably just starting off as personal training or, you know, strength and conditioning. But I think personal training. Because you're probably not going to stay around here. Mm, I'm going back. back Yeah, Yeah. I'm going back home, which is kind of sad. Like, it's over. Like I said earlier, like, it's over. Like, my life here is, like, done after this. So it's so weird. But, yeah, I guess just, like, being a personal trainer, because that's, like, the easiest way to get your foot in the door. Yeah, build experience. Yeah, and I think that's the most, like, simple thing to start out with instead of, like, working with a team and like strength and conditioning or whatever, you know, like working with like track people. I don't know anything about track. I don't really want to teach them about track. (laughs) So like, that makes sense. Being a personal trainer would be the easiest, most simple way to start out. Yeah. And again, being strength and conditioning coaches at colleges, I think all of that builds in once you build a repertoire. Yeah. Like I've done it for a while. This is what we've seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So 
Good. All right. Next one is Keely Oswald wants to know, what are you studying and how do you use that for the kingdom? Yeah. So actually, yeah, right. she I think, much, yeah, yeah, that you did. We, okay. Yeah. Pretty yeah. About it again. Yep. And those are it. <laughs> Good. Right. Wow. All that's right. amazing. Four <laughs> questions in like 40 well, minutes. You know, that's good. So yeah. Jenny, give us the number yeah. you know, so that everybody that's listening can get mm-hmm. the number. Everybody that's watching, you know, this podcast can get a part of this text group because it's a great opportunity. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it can go both ways. I mean, we send out texts every week, but we also want you to send them back. Whether you have questions or you know somebody that would be a good fit on the podcast or you would want to be on the podcast, we just want everything. We just want to have like a conversation with you. We want to be in relationship with you. We want your ideas to be on the show because we would like to do a Q&A. Well, I really would like to. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? A Q&A. Not me, you. You know I love oh, questions. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. The number for it is 260-408. I did that wrong. 8383. What did you do I wrong? did it right. Hey, I did it right. I was going to say, Nick's giving you the thumbs well, up. Well, I was confused about the eight, but I, I did it right. So you got it. 408-8383. Text us. Yeah. So again, uh, we wanted to say to our listeners, first of all, we just appreciate you guys tuning in. Yeah. Uh, because again, part of it shows an unselfishness to get to know other people. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I only listen to this one podcast and, you know, I like it better. And I'm like, listen, part of this podcast is get to know new people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an opportunity to get to know for a couple of different reasons. One, you can see them on a Sunday morning and say hi. Right. The other part of it is that we, so you want to talk about like personal relationship stuff. Like what we should be doing is like, when you listen to this, most of the people that have been on here, like, this is what I'm hoping God will do in our life. Well, you should be personally praying for them. Yeah. Right? It gives you an opportunity to be in a relationship with somebody that you might not even know. You mm-hmm. could be praying about their journey and praying about, you know, where they're going inside of us. So we love that. You keep listening. Again, Jenny's giving you opportunities to subscribe. So we'd yeah. love for you guys to subscribe to our YouTube mm-hmm. or, again, you know, get on our notifications so you can know when our podcasts are downloaded and share yeah. it with other people. You know, we'd love for that uh, to be able to happen so that we can continue to have a reach, mm-hmm. you know, continue to have an opportunity to reach more people. And so, again, we're going to be praying for you this week. Exciting <laughs> year. Right? I know. Like, exciting year. Lots going to be going yeah. on. And, again, I'm going to be praying specifically for you in this way that God can take that laser focus that you have, you know, and that intensity. And again, use you in a way to be able to just, you know, pour into the lives of people, because I think, you know, in watching you and listening to you talk, you're very giving, (laughs) you know, excitable person who's, you know, when you do decide, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not going to be a question of whether you're in or not. Yeah, right. yeah. So. Yeah, so we're going to provide, we're going to pray for opportunities. Yeah, you know, yeah. That God opens the doors and you can clearly see like these are the places that you're going to go. And that again, you and your future husband will be a great team. Mm-hmm. And God will use you guys in, in a lot of ways. So right. we just appreciate you being on. I appreciate week. it. Yes, yes, thanks thank for you. sharing. And again, thanks for listening. And when you do or watching and when you do see this, when Jenny puts it out, share yeah. it. Uh, again, like it. We want more people to, to know what's happening. So thanks. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>